You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome into the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast weekly NASCAR recap in there. for the yeah, 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 yeah. Kansas City. Bless somebody with the Monday morning that they did not need to hear. Yeah, well, good morning. It's Monday or whatever day you're listening to this. Uh, we're recapping the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. Um, what a day in NASCAR, Drew. Let me just go ahead and preface this. Uh, sponsored by Drip Drop, it's in Drew's can. Drip Drop uh, was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. Used by athletes, firefighters, military members, the garage guys, the garage fam. And if you are included in any of those, congratulations. And if you're not, congratulations again, because you can use promo code garageguys20 at checkout and you will save 20% on your order. So get to dripdrop.com, order the drip. I'm big fan of hibiscus. You're not, that's okay. Uh, it, it's not as, uh, it, it's a little bit more lighter on the toes. Lauren loved the hibiscus, so she's with you. Yeah, chef, yeah. Girl, chef girl knows what's up. It was good, it was, it was, it was different, and it's just like, it's a, it's a very light, refreshing beverage. So try the hibiscus, I recommend it. Um, and I'm still a berry and watermelon guy personally. Yeah, Just I love watermelon, dude. Watermelon yeah. grew on me big time. I was never an artificial watermelon guy until I tried Drip Drop. So if you're not a big watermelon official, like you know, flavor person, you should really try Drip Drop's watermelon. watermelon. It will help you. Okay, it'll change the game. But yeah, DripDrop.com. Get the drip. Rip it and drip it. Uh, when I drip, you drip. We drip. Drip dogs. Uh, we dripping all over the place. We dripping big. <laughs> In NASCAR today, uh, Drew, Drew, I, I hit, I hit a big in. You I hit, did. I hit, I hit what a big was it? In. Plus fourteen hundred. Oh, Mister, um, a guy that has really let us down a, a ton this season, but we were due for a winner, and you okay. did call it for the preview video. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, props to you. I, I want to say this much, okay, and I'm going to read the the write up for Mister Joseph L. Joey Logano. That was not Joey Logano that won that race. It was Joseph L. Um, we we both talked about on the Roto Baller NASCAR preview. Yeah, sure. There you go. Just in there. Um, we both talked about it uh, before the show, but we both kind of decided like anytime we both talk about Joey, like it just never works. So this time it worked out. The way I wrote it up in the Roto Ball article was. This was not an easy choice due to previous runs and Chef Boyardine believing that every time we play Logano, he chokes in a big way. And I put in parentheses, uh, keep this in the back of your mind. So it was a little, <laughs> little warning, a little bit of a warning there. Um, I have to write down what I'm feeling. And I'm feeling like Joey is about to pull out the big guns and lead a ton of laps on Sunday. Logano hasn't been great at this track in recent years, but I'm hearing he'll be in the Vegas car that was absolutely electric before Kyle Busch yeeted him a few weeks back. (laughs) 
So that was my write-up on Joey Logano. If you did bet Joey Logano, you're having a hell of a Monday morning because you're, if you put $100 a unit, you're about $1,400 uh, richer today. So congratulations. And uh, did we yeah, have one they, guy reach out to you directly on Twitter or, or no? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there was a few people that played that like they didn't like go public with their very weird tax reasons, you know, some tax <laughs> reasons out there. We got got to keep things off the record, but um, we we definitely had some people hit, and um, and I'm excited for them, excited for myself, just uh, all around good race. And the people that are on Twitter that are bitching and moaning that it wasn't are just really pissed off that Logano won, and I'm sold on that, 100. percent because I mean, essentially, right? It's with the way the the format's designed for the playoffs, Chase. It's basically meaning that's taking one spot away from possible Chase Elliott, right? I mean, that's exactly that's in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So, I I mean, the way I look at it is like this: like shout, shout out to Bill, by the way, Mac tonight, nineteen ninety seven, that Ford Taurus, that beautiful. I literally brought this die cast into my kindergarten first grade class. Um, both years, I think I got slapped on the knuckles by my, uh, by the nun that taught me <laughs> in, uh, in first grade and she took the car away. She was very mean. And that was my last day at Catholic school. So, um, yeah. So anyway, um, I, I just have, I'm fully sold on the fact that, that people just don't like Joey Logano. That's fine. Um, we can both say that we don't really have like a favorite driver, but we definitely are friends with some of the guys out there on the track. We know some of these drivers, um, you know, we, we kind of root for everybody and especially we root for who we have our money on um, that given day. Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously I was a huge Logano fan today because I was like, wow, this dude made me big money and everybody else that betted him should have done that too. I think we're in NASCAR Twitter. What I've realized about them is they're never satisfied. They will never be happy. There will always be something to bitch about. And yes. I, put a, I put a tweet out where I was like, I can't wait for NASCAR to make a bunch of changes to make all the angry fans happy so that we can bitch about those changes too. Um, and that's, that's where I have to leave it at. I mean, doesn't it really just sum up society as a whole though? It's just in a nutshell, you take a smaller community, a subpopulation of society, everyone just complains all the time. So I'm with you, man. I, I thought, honestly, and I had a terrible DF, DFS today, so I can't share the same success story that you had with the Logano pick. I did have a, an incredible day in the NFL, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, be sure to watch the NFL recap. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. The best bets went 7-1, to one, but I'll yeah, say Yeah, yeah. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. Where's my <laughs> mic? I forgot I don't have my mic. Oh, okay. it's all right. You sound good, though. I do sound better probably on the on the Mac uh, speaker here. But, but anyways, man, I had a terrible NASCAR DFS day. I had lineups with Logano, but I guess those lineups did not have um, – they had too much Matt Kenseth. So I think you can relate there. You had some Kenseth, didn't you? Yeah, I had a good bit of Kenseth, man. And when he went out, that really just like threw the damper on the day. Like I thought I was done. And then um, there was a point where I was up really big and then Denny Hamlin went and decided to hit the whoa. Um, and when he hit that whoa, that pretty much like – but everything happened the way it should have happened after that. But it's just he just couldn't find his way back up into that top ten area. I want to give a quick shout-out to one of the guys on NASCAR Twitter, though. Shout-out to Justin Champagne, 
Um, he is the official caution thrower of NASCAR Twitter. Anytime he tweets or you tweeted him about a caution, this man is undefeated. He will literally just put a tweet out there, and in like five to ten minutes, you expect – yeah, a caution will come. You can expect it. So big shout to Justin. He helped Denny get back um, on the lead lap. So we appreciate your services. Um, even though it didn't help us a ton in DFS, the Logano win definitely helped the, uh, the garage, garage fam uh, camp that reads the Rotoball article. So Yeah. Man, and I was pissed, though, that I didn't have more, um, I guess, more combinations with Joey. I had, I had him in at least, I want to say, 10 or 15 lineups. Um, you know who also screwed me, Chase, who I don't think either one of us was on? Christopher Bell had like a ninth, like a ninth place finish or a tenth finish. Fade. I faded yeah. that dude. Yeah. Right. Sad. That guy screwed me for sure. And he and he's also screwed us a few times this season. Um, but in the yeah. worst ways too. It's like you play him and he just mm-hmm. like he's just like, I'm gonna go to the garage now. And then you don't play him and he's like, I'm gonna get a top ten today. Check me out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like um William Byron in previous years for me. But anyways. Enough of the DFS talk. I did want to get your thoughts on uh, – so, I guess, were people mad because the the lack of passing at the end? Because I thought – I thought, ironically, man, first two stages I thought was very entertaining racing, and there was plenty of passing. And for intermediate, I was I was pleased. And then, for some reason, stage three is usually the grand finale where we see the action, and I guess that's why people are mad. Like, I, I – Yeah. So that's that's what's hilarious to me. Um, one thing that I will say is this: passing's bad. Yet Martin Truex Jr. gets dropped to the rear, and he like just zooms, passes a, a ton of people, yeah, to get moved up towards the front. So anybody that says the passing's bad is is a joke. And the way that I look at it is, even if the whole clean air thing, yeah, definitely clean air helps. You know. Um, I feel like clean air has always helped in racing. Um, and so what this has to do with is, is like in order to get to the front, to get clean air, I'm pretty sure in a race, like you have to race other cars, like you have to pass other cars to get to the front. And so like when you get to the front, you should be rewarded because you're in the front because you worked your way up to the front. Um, so I didn't really understand people from that standpoint because it I'm like be better. It could be better. That's the point. But, but it's like, it's like, do we want, um, you know, do we want, you know, obviously we, I had Kevin Harvick to win the race. Like he was, he was my favorite pick. Um, I, I thought Logano could do it, which is why he was in my picks, but I really was pretty sold. Like, okay, Harvick's probably going to get this thing done. And he, he, he almost did. But the thing is, is that when, whenever all this passing's occurring and whatnot, it's just like, he got defended, dude. He, he, Joey Logano played defense. Yeah. And, and he played defense with what he had. So if getting in front of Kevin Harvick creates tension there, pushes him back, that's his way of being defensive to keep him away from getting that lead. That's still racing. There's people out there that say, oh, it's all shifted to entertainment and this and that. Yeah, it's entertaining as hell. But when you have something like, like – it's like a football player, okay? If you know that you're going up against somebody else and you know that person's weakness – you're probably going to use it for yourself to have an advantage so that you can win, right? Yeah. Same thing applies like to defense, dude. I think the defense is awesome. I thought Joey did everything oh, right. Some people said he wasn't de- doing defense. He was just cutting off clean air. 
literally I had a guy tell me, oh, he, that, that wasn't defense. He was just cutting off clean air. To me, cutting off clean air is defense. Exactly. You know, <laughs> but, you know it's, it's dumb, man. I, I, I think if you switch, though, some of the action that was in stage one and two, if you just flip it and those events would have occurred in stage three, then less people were complaining. But usually, you know, stage two, uh, end of stage one, or early stage two is when you're, like, taking a nap, falling asleep. And this race, I think people were just underwhelmed when um, that last green flag uh, session took place and Logano just led the whole time and there was no more cautions and people were pissed. That's as simple as that. Yeah, dude. And, I mean, you have to be good at what you're doing to, like, for Kevin Harvick. Because Kevin Harvick, it doesn't matter what kind of track he's on, what the package is, he's going to be able to find a way to, like, figure out where your weakness is. And, I mean, we saw that, dude. That was some of the best camera work towards the end of that race whenever you were just in Kevin Harvick's car and you were watching how the line that Logano was running and how he was able to shift quickly to, like, watch his every move. That was all there. So, yeah, I I don't – I think that it's just more the fact that people are pissed off that Harvick or – just anybody but Logano. That's the mindset of of NASCAR because of the Chase Elliott incident, the Kyle Busch incident. You when you when you fuck with the favorites of the sport, you're never going to be liked and you're going to be hated on. And <laughs> and and that's that's that is sports, man. It's yeah, okay it's- to hate the guy, but don't. It's not about changing the pack. What do you? The best thing you can do to change the package is just let him go. Just say, okay, you don't race here no more. And then that's just stupid. You're just giving in to shit. Like, people are going to compete. I think people's point, and I'm just going to take their stance real quick, they just want to see it more like Xfinity a little bit more. And, and, that's, and that's a valid argument. I mean, the, it's not – we can't speak for all fans, but what we can say is that we want there to be a happy medium. Just because it's not exactly what you want doesn't mean you just cast it in and say it's awful. I think that's what your, our point is, right? Like we're not trying to just – say, oh, it's not Xfinity or it's not a different package and it's just time to, to discard it. you got to appreciate, appreciate it for what it is while being critical at the same time. I think it's fair. Yeah, it's because it, it, it's what we have. And if you're going to be a fan yeah. of the sport, like, yeah, you can always want changes. You can always want things to be different, but that's not the case right now. And if these drivers are having to go out here and adapt to be able to say, okay, well, this is what I have and this is what I have to do to win, then you as a fan should be able to say, well, this is all we have right now. So who somebody's going to master this package and somebody's going to be able to play it well. Because I, I really feel like if you put anybody other than like, like Logano is just good at defense. You put somebody like, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe, maybe putting somebody like a Chase Elliott or a Ryan, Ryan Blaney in the position that Logano was in. I really feel like Harvick would have been able to find a way around them. He could have psyched them out a little bit more and played the psychological game because if, if it's all about the clean air, you got to play a psychological game, get somebody off their line, off their groove. That's still, that's still racing. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I – mean, wh- what did you think was going to happen? I thought Harvick would get him. I thought Harvick was going to catch him 100% thought Hart was going to catch him. And then when it got to that point to where they were getting around that lap traffic, that's when I realized, like, holy shit, this plus 1,400 on Joey Logano is about to hit. This is insanity. And I held on. I held my ass on into that last lap. And I was not ready to give up. I was, I, I, there was never a moment where I was like, it's Logano's race. 
you were winning regardless though that's a good feeling yeah dude i knew Unless it was they both wreck each other. that would have yeah. sucked but i was worried about that for a very small second but yeah i mean i knew i knew i was gonna win either way at that point obviously yeah i want the more money but i mean like if i want money I, if i want money i'm happy yeah and it's the same thing with you too you know but but i really i really just genuinely like we talked about it before i enjoy I enjoy NASCAR. I enjoy the racing. No matter what's going on, there's always going to be some form of enjoyment for me when it comes to whatever kind of package they're running or what they're doing, because there, there still is a skill set that's involved in that, especially when you're out there with the best of the best. Cause like I said, you, I, I really feel like you put anybody else up there. Harvick would have found a way maybe other than like yeah. Denny. That's what I was thinking. I think in that situation, I want Logano or, uh, or Hamlin and, and, you know, on the on the contrary, there are situations that I prefer to have Chase Elliott or Ryan Blaney than Logano. But right. for what that situation was with Logano in place one, um, trying to play defense, that's kind of what he does. And I'm convinced too. Like, I mean, this might have been a big scare to your bets. If Harvick would have gotten up close enough to the side of him and maybe level off with him, I think Logano might have wrecked him. So yeah, I think he, he probably was out. he probably would have. Yeah. Um. I, uh, you know, getting off the Logano win, moving into some other things that happened during the race, um, obviously, you know, Kenseth Rex sucked. Uh, Eric Jones was another pick that I had. He was kind of like my wild boy long shot just because he has a tremendous record um, at that track. Yeah, he was plus plus 3,000, dude, like for this race. He was 25% owned, and um, and I played him a good bit. I, I got more warm on him after the video with you because I know you were pretty high on him, and I, I, I saw mm-hmm. some of the same things you did, but big disappointment. Yeah, you, you know, you hate to see it, uh, but at the same time, it's like that's kind of like the risk you take, like right now, especially in DFS. Like we have to remember that a lot of the – it's literally the, these playoff drivers know that like this is them and like they, this is their races. So it's like you have to remember you got to be playing some of those heavier guys. They are going to be more expensive. So it's really going to change the way these lineup, these winning lineups look and how they are because you're going to have to get crafty. Um, and I and I do, I do think, think yeah. I do think that it was uh, it was a, a a really good sign that you know we had all these guys run the way they were running. But the whole Chase Elliott deal, um, getting into that, like him falling back pretty early, we called that pretty well. He was looking pretty strong at the beginning of the race. There was a moment where I had a little, little bit of a jitter, and I was like, okay, like if this kid does this, like, yo, um, it's, it's not going to be that great. Because I, I did have him in some lineups. I'm not going to lie. Like I played him a little bit. You got to play him, you know? I did too. Um, but I think that the lineup that I had that I did the best in actually had Chase in it. Man, and he was my saving grace because of the whole Hamlin incident that happened. But, he was close um, to being optimal, man. If he had led like five to ten more laps and had a few more fastest laps and maybe, you know, creep up there one more spot, he's probably more optimal than Joey, which is crazy to say. But the way the scoring yeah. shakes out, Chase Elliott did not score bad at all. You know what hurts the most is that when I was building lineups, <clears throat> I had one lineup on FanDuel where I had Hamlin and Logano, and I had Harvick and Logano at first. And then I was oh, just really? like – and I was like, I got a lot of Harvick. I probably need to chill. I'll put Logano. And, like, I think my other guys were, like, I think it was, like, Chris Busher. Uh, he did okay. He did, he's kind of a disappointment. Yeah, I thought he would do way better at these tracks. 
Um, I had like Ricky Stenhouse, great run mm-hmm. for Ricky. Um, and but yeah, that it just it didn't it didn't pan out really. But the thing that a lot of people were talking about with Chase, kind of getting back into him, uh, the radio incident. Did you yeah, did you see up. a lot about this? Yeah, like every other tweet, right? <laughs> so here's the deal about that. I didn't know this until today. Jerry Jordan um, from Kicking the Tires. I was on Twitter, and there's a rule in the NASCAR rulebook. Basically, says if there is no radio communication, you have to come down pit road. Yeah. So. Yeah. And he just was getting the free. He was just running. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like. You know, and then finally NASCAR, I guess they had seen enough people online. They finally chimed in that, that it's decent enough. But, like, the announcers in the booth were like, he can't hear nothing. He doesn't know what's going on. So, it's like this uh, – the, the favoritism kind of deal kind of comes to light there a little bit. Yeah. Like It's always been there in the sport. And it's always going to be there. Yeah. I thought it was suck. I mean, I thought after a while, like, okay, it's one thing if somebody – it's announced that they can't. Um, communicate and it's like two or three laps and they get it fixed. No big deal, right? You couldn't call them in the pit road. But when it's like 70 laps or however long it was, I think that's a pretty bad look personally. Yeah. Um, you would have had a lot of explaining to do too if he if, if Chase would have pulled that out. Like if he yeah. would have – dude. Are there exceptions to the rule? Like is there something people are missing? Because to me, I think that was pretty – I mean, it's pretty bad, but I'm not surprised to see him getting some kind of favoritism, right? It's Bill's boy. Bill's boy. It's Bill's boy. I mean, who else would get that treatment? Probably Hanley. Chase, call, call your dad. Call your dad. <laughs> Tell him to sign the shirt, Chase. <laughs> I don't. I just want to talk to your dad. <laughs> like, hey, who else gets that favoritism there? Um, uh, I mean, you would have to think probably like Harvick, but he backs it up, dude. He's got he's got his stuff. And I'm not saying Chase doesn't back up what he does, but it's just like they know who the favorites are in the sport. And, I mean, I feel like Chase is like definitely on that pedestal with it right now. Um, no, I have nothing against Chase Elliott at all. I don't yeah. either, man. Like, I mean, I think he's I think a cool guy. I don't really know him. but Yeah, he's great. But I, I will say that just how much people like him or so biased towards him makes me not want to be a fanboy. Can't help Yeah. Him. I think I think it just has to go. It goes hand in hand with the whole Earnhardt thing, and um, you know, after Earnhardt Jr. let let yeah. was gone, they had to find somebody else. You know, and he was he was kind of just like the heir to that throne, I guess, because he was just a, a son of a legend. But you know, there's there's a lot of different <clears throat> things you can look at with that. Like uh, I, I made the remarks early in the year that like I felt like you know Alex Bowman was kind of like turning the tide a little bit at Hendrick, and maybe Ooh. you know becoming a little more of the the favorite there but i got it roasted for that but hey he finished third today he did he's had okay he's been the the, the difference between him and chase right is bowman is this yeah chase is, chase is pretty i mean he's consistent you know yeah. and, and then plus he's the road god right he's the road god yeah. and then always pretty, back on road you know yeah yeah <laughs> bowman you know He's the kind of guy that we could never play in DFS for a while. Like he can be 3% in the next week and, and go out there and get a top five finish. So, he just is wild right now. And maybe that's somebody we look at as like a main tournament target uh, beginning of next season. Just play Alex Bowman like 25% for the first yeah, I mean, and maybe he'll hit one. Yeah. What was it? I think it was the tournament you won. Like the first tournament of the year you won was Auto Club. And he won that race. And you had, a, you had a ton of Bowman. Yeah, you had a ton of Bowman. 
Um, you have a better memory than me. We've talked about this. You know my line yeah. better than I do. So. I keep, dude, I, I have like a log of like all of, collectively of all of our stuff, like right here in my brain. That's um, awesome. So we, we keep it. Yeah, we keep it strong. I'm like the uh, I'm like the, the the gatekeeper. I'm the file guy. I'm literally just a human file cabinet. That's me. Right. Yeah. Well, like I'm like the guy that's like you, you hit me with the broomstick. Say like just keep winning, just keep winning, mm-hmm. and I'll like hey do, it. hey do your job. Yeah, do hey my guy, job. do your job. Yeah. So you you did you do your job. You're doing a great job. Um, this is something that scared me today. So we all know pretty much like my wife is like the you know the NASCAR white witch. So, you know, I always hit her up, ask her for spells, things of that nature. I asked her for a lot of spells on Denny Hamlin today. It didn't work. I, I got low-key scared when Brad Keselowski was running as well as he was. So, today, right – it was like during the race, like right – maybe around the first stage, I get this text message. I'm seeing, I'm seeing the number two everywhere today, like 222, and like these combinations of 222. And I'm sitting here and like, and, and like a normal person probably would have responded like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy that you're seeing that. My response was no punctuation, Brad K. <laughs> that's how my brain works. I'm just like Brad K. And Did it was play? more of me. No, I faded Brad. <laughs> so like, I'm literally like sitting there freaking out. Like I wish I'd have played some more Brad, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. But I literally, sat there and just was like, I'm literally texting something that I'm thinking in my brain that she has no idea of like why I'm texting her this, but then he ends up running the way he does. Penske just was looking good. Ryan Blaney was looking good for a little bit, but he did his normal, he did his normal dance. You know, he got up there and played around for a little bit. And then he said, all right, I gotta go. I gotta go chill. It's time for him to turn the, uh, the page next season and get over that hump, man. I want him to to finally start being up there at the very end of the race, not the. Yeah, middle. he needs to, or else he's going to be back in that in that twenty one car, and Austin Sender's going to take that twelve. <laughs> like, I mean, dude, I like Ryan a lot, man, and I think that we, I think me and you both learned a good bit, you know, just talking to some people that are around him and know him, and um, and I've been around him, you know, and I've talked to him a few times, and I mean, he just seems he's a stand up guy, dude. Like he. He uh he always seems to have like a really good attitude and a really good self about him. So it's just like I just want to see him convey that on the track, man. And I want to see him get a little. Maybe maybe he needs a little more grit. Maybe he's too nice. Maybe we so, need to we need to get around him. Just some with these Pinsky guys, man. You get Joseph L. We got we got to bring some some wild boy energy to him. I think Ryan's got a little bit more of the wild boy in him. We just need to he's get a little more grittier. And then with Brad, I think Brad's pretty much just like in cruise control, dude. He's proven yeah, he's, he's done. This. There's no, there's no change in him at this point. No, there, there's still, there's still hope, and I feel like we're on the cusp of like not being able to do anything for Joey, but Ryan, there's still hope. So it's yeah. like he just needs to get the grit. Like we need to get him like a punching bag outside of the garage, and like just intimidate the shit out of people. Like before, just like him, like with just one of those trucker hats on, just like beating the shit out of a bag, <laughs> and then like going to get Same in the car. Up. Yeah, dude, he needs that. He needs to get out of the car and be like, like Telling him when we don't bet on and stuff like that. That's what we need to do to motivate mm-hmm. him. Yeah, he'll be like that guy. Like, hey, we didn't put any fucking money on you today, guy. Like, the race. Like, yeah, yeah, you fucking – you loser. And then he just gets out there and what starts winning. Kurt and he's Bush, like, we did it all for you. <laughs> what about Kurt Busch today? Like, that pretty much screwed him up, right, for his – Dude, explosion town, literally. Guy, like – 
You know what's wild to yeah. me? So obviously, I mean, can he come back? Like, can he no. even make the play? Like, he's done, right? Or is he? He has to win a race now. Yeah, he has to win Texas. He has to win Texas, or he's done. It's over. Okay. Game over, Kurt. Yeah, because like the way the points work, right? Is that he's screwed with that finish? Is that right? Yeah, a hundred percent. So it's like. Every one of these races now, it's like this is this one, and then like you're gonna have like next next race there'll be people get dropped, and the next race somebody will get dropped, and you'll have four guys. But so, you have the race winner gets in, and the other one goes to points, right? Is that how that works? Exactly. Yes. So Kurt is at the bottom of the barrel. He has to win Texas, and honestly, this is a track that he probably could win at, dude. I mean, like we've seen. I mean, we saw Austin Dillon win here earlier in the year. They, People, if you don't think people are going to be taking the strategy stuff and like using it at that track now, like like there's going to be some like low key oh, yeah. teams that are going to do it. I'm not, I'm I'm literally I might get flirty with it, dude, and play him some next week. I just got to hope that like we don't, they don't sabotage the engines again at Hendrick. You know, I could see I, him winning it, man. I really could, but pressure's on. Yeah, dude. I really feel like I mean I don't know, dude. dude you got you got and Kurt get two of the final four spots. That would be epic, man. And just I mean, like people, it just comes down. So mad, man. Like if, if Elliot, let's say Elliot and Harvick both didn't get in, people would be so mad. I really don't think Chase is gonna make it. I, I really either. I don't think he's gonna make it. Everybody's I mean, oh Chase Elliott. I'm I don't I don't think he's I don't think so. I mean, so who would be ahead of Elliot right now? You got Harvick that's definitely ahead of him on points. Harvick and Logano. Um Logano. and then Ham, I think Hamlin fell today. He fell. I need to, I'm not we need to look to, at the way the points look, work. Yeah, we got to look at this, dude. So, I mean, this is stuff we should know, obviously. But just talking about Kurt while you're looking that up, um, <clears throat> you know, with his engine blowing up, I, th- I found it hilarious because, like, when you think back to, like, old school Kurt Bush, like, before the anger management classes and stuff, like, I mean, he has kind of, like, a wretched history. Like, you know, he had a lot of anger issues and problems. Um I think it's awesome that, you know, he got all that stuff fixed up. But, dude, there there were times, man, like if he would wreck or something bad would happen, they fuck, shit, just like going <laughs> off, like punching steering wheels and stuff, dude. And I think somebody had made like a, you know, we live we live in, uh you know, 2020, of course. So, like anytime you make jokes about those kind of things, you're immediately just a very bad person. Um, but I still think it was pretty hilarious. Like there's, I feel like there are some things you can laugh about. Like, you know, I don't know. Especially uh, pre Chef Boy Ardeen days. No oh job. yeah, bro. dude, that was it was so bad. The uh, we're talking about the uh, the the unrated version of Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Oh yeah. my man, we got pretty wild. <laughs> even even last year, some of the football podcasts got pretty out of hand too. We had fun, dude. We still we still have fun though. Oh yeah, this you past got season I've been like drinking a beer on that bed, haven't I? During the season with like me, you, and Randy on here or Jensie? Was it Jensie? Absolutely. Here? Yeah, you can yeah. still do that, man. You can still do that all the time. I think I think it's just because we have limited. We're we're yeah. limited now, like more on like our our normal garage guy shows because we're doing a lot of rotoballer stuff. And obviously, guys, if you haven't yet, go to rotoballer.com, Use promo code garage. There's still time to get NFL uh, NFL and uh, NASCAR premium content. So I know we got like four, three races left, but still, you could still be chefing it up with rankings, you know, checking out value plays. You can be using the the data, the research station, all that stuff. I'm pretty Give sure it's a discount chance. right now. Give NFL a chance. 
Yeah, and I mean, you're obviously you're listening to this because you're a big NASCAR fan, but try the NFL stuff out because I'm telling you, you don't even have to watch NFL. Just log on, look at what Chef is betting on, go to your local sports book, plug those, and just walk away and go watch NASCAR race. And then you'll be like, oh, I got money. You'd honestly honestly be doing better if you didn't know. Exactly. Because you just put the bets in, don't worry about it. If you want to make passive income, just go, go, <laughs> go check out Chef's Bets. Chef Bets. Rotobar.com. Do it. All uh, right, so you got, these playoff, you got this playoff standings pulled up now? Thank you. I was just about to ask you what we were talking about. So we have Logano, obviously he's locked in, uh, followed immediately by Kevin Harvick, then followed by Denny Hamlin, then it's Brad Kay, cutoff line, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, Martin Truex, Kurt Busch. So – it's basically going to be, can Chase Elliott either win the race or finish? Um, he's going to have to do a good bit better than Brad or Hamlin or Bowman. Yeah, those are going to be the main four fighting for those spots. Okay. Assuming Harvick doesn't just like go out there and wreck right off the bat. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's going to happen whatsoever. I mean, these intermediate tracks, we see a lot more consistency. Um, I'm looking right now, dude. I mean, obviously, like, Harvick's got one of the better records at, at Texas. I think that it, it could be very easy to say that he could take care of business. Logano has he, nothing to worry about. Dude, Harvick's getting in. I mean, the way his, the points are, he's, he's right behind Logano. He's at plus 41. Hamlin's plus 20, plus 8 for Brad. I think, I think Bowman is who this kind of hurts the most, honestly, because I think he struggles at um, – at, at Texas, if I remember correctly. He does, yeah. I'm looking at his record right now. Like he had an accident here. Um he had an accident here earlier in the year and then he just has had like he started more deeper in the pack um when it comes to some of these races in the past. Looking at the record now, I think his best finish at this track came in two thousand nineteen. He started fifth and he finished fifth. Yeah. Um and That's I don't funny. It's funny we're talking about this. I'm literally looking at NASCAR.com right now in this little article underneath the points, and it says, who it favors, Kevin Harvick, who it hurts, Alex Bowman. So, literally the words yeah. were right there. Um, yeah, dude, Harvick, Harvick's just a – dude, he is like – he's the Texas troll, bro. Like, he he comes yeah. in and he just kills it. I think that he's won the majority of the races here. Um, dude, like, when it, when it comes to laps led, bro, it just blows everybody out the water. 538 laps led uh, total, I think, for – I don't even know this is this has got to be from like the past like four years maybe like dudes yeah dude insane insane dude, it's gonna come down to as simple as i think it's as simple as this it's gonna come down to chase versus brad yeah that final spot yeah and dude honestly like lately like with chase dropping like he has and and then i mean dude brad doing what he's doing with pinsky man i think that brad could be the sneaky guy well, he's just the veteran, right? He's the consistent veteran. It's probably not going to make a mistake. And if Chase Elliott yeah. runs well, he'll probably beat him. But if he's not running well, then Brad will probably win. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing here. And then, um, dude, this is the thing about Kurt, though. So, looking at Kurt Busch's record here, I mean, dude, top tens since 2017 consistently. And, I mean, he's constantly finishing outside the top five. But – that puts more that, pressure. If he sneaks in there, then that just puts more pressure on uh, Hamlin because then his spot's not as safe. And see, and and t- this is what sucks, dude. Hamlin would be the one to like because like he's been the one that's choked. 
like yeah almost every year and i would hate that for him dude because he has had such an incredible season it's so weird too because like he he strikes me as someone that would have the clutch gene and sometimes like he has that regular season clutch gene and just doesn't have it in the playoffs it's weird He's the Mark Martin, dude. He's the yeah. he's the Mark Martin. Like you look back at history, Mark Martin is the that one driver that was just insane. Clay could never could never close. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Could never close, dude. So I want to see Hamlin get over that hump. A lot of people hate Hamlin. We get it. But I just feel like dude, Denny's like the the more that I've come to really pay more attention to Denny off the track, dude's got massive swag. Big swag, big swag, swag guy. guy. Like a lot of swag. Um, swag. So, yeah, big swag. He's a team owner now. Um, and I feel like this is just – this has to be the year, dude. This yeah. has to be the year for him. Yeah. He's going to have to pull some major clutch stuff, though, dude. He really is, like, at this track. Because looking here, I, I don't think that he is that hot at Texas whatsoever. Who? Denny, Denny Hamlet. Yeah, it's, I mean, to me, Dennis. Dennis, like – just looking at the way it's set up, as long as Hamlet doesn't screw up, it's going to be an Elliott versus Brad. The dark horse here really is if Kurt doesn't win, I mean, assuming he won't win, can Martin Truex win? Because he would definitely take a spot because he's in seventh. He's behind Bowman. Dude, so I don't – Martin's the guy that I don't see getting. I, they, well, yeah, he will get in because he'll win Martinsville. I really feel like Martin will win Martinsville. Like, that's – that's that's race before we cut down. So – well, what is it now? There's only one more race before we cut down there, right? Martinsville. Martinsville is the last straw, dude. If you don't, if you don't get in by Martinsville, you're done. It's Final Four, and so I feel like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So really, yeah. only one person gets in on points. This whole That's time, it. I was thinking two people get in and two people win, and they were mm-hmm. moving on. The way this, the playoff, the playoff championship before is really just a one race thing. It's not a so. I mean, it right. can it can be points if somebody that's not in the playoff wins a race, but that just doesn't happen that often. No, what I'm saying is that like there will be someone that gets in without winning a race because there's three races in this round. Yeah, yeah. Somebody will get in based off like whoever has like the best yeah. finishes throughout this this thing. But I like, we were let's down to. I thought we were cutting down after this one. After. Yeah, no, no. Let, let, but let's say let's say that somebody that's not in the playoffs wins one of these races in the next three races. Yeah, then it will default to points. So there will be two winners and two two point getters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm following yeah. I'm following. So, but see with uh with Martin, dude. Like I, I think that at Texas, Denny and Martin Trix had really bad runs here back in July. Um, I think that it had a lot to do with uh I don't I can't remember what the actual issues were. Oh yeah, penalties. Remember the penalties that Martin Truex yeah. had? He had like two penalties. He was doing decent. So, but like I said, I'm not worried about Martin. I think that Martin will be able to handle up at Martinsville. So he'll that's where he'll punch his ticket. So this is really the toss up race. This is the one that matters right now. Is like, so I mean, if if we're if we're looking at it from that standpoint, like, dude, this I feel like this is either Kurt or Kurt or Harvick's time. Like, if, if Kurt's gonna get it, this is where he's gonna get it. I don't. I don't see Denny. I see Denny maybe getting a top ten. Um, I don't think that that Truex and Denny are going to both run this bad at this track again. And Denny knows he can't after today's race. He knows he's got to get up off of that thing, and you know, dance, and he'll feel better. Yeah, like James Brown would say. Run. He's Denny. If you're if you're in his shoes right now, I think you got to be thinking. 
run as good as you can, even if you don't win, be in position for that last spot on points. Because I think the way it's going to shake out is he's going to – if, if he almost wants Harvick to win for the point's sake. Like yeah. if, Harvick, if Harvick's winning late and Hamlin can't get – obviously if Hamlin can get to him and win, you go for it. But if you can't, you almost want Harvick to win. Exactly. So it's going to be, kind of, it's going to be crazy. Kind of, that's kind of messed up. Like it that, is, dude. I, yeah. If I had it, if I had it my way, dude, like I have an entire, like, dude, we'll have to just do an episode, like a special one day where I feel like this is how the NASCAR playoffs should be. This should be NASCAR. This is how not, cause like everybody's got an opinion, right? And like everyone's opinion is right these days. Cause like, if you don't, if you don't tweet about it, then, then it, it just doesn't matter. So I just need to, I need to tweet a thread one day so that my opinions can be valid. Oh, yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no group I'd rather be a part of though. As much as we disagree. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'll stop being sarcastic now. It's like if you don't put your opinions out on Twitter, then it doesn't count, right? Yeah. It's not, you're not valid. It's like, it's like pictures or it didn't happen. You remember those days? Yeah. Pictures yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get those screenshots in for DFS and get those conversations in for NASCAR. Twitter. That's right. That's the pictures we want to see. So, yeah, so as, as we exit the NASCAR uh, recap for Kansas Speedway, I want to thank you guys again. Please be sure if you were betting uh, chef's bets, if you were following my picks, betting my NASCAR picks each week, just share the love, whether that be, you know, an Instagram post, a Twitter post, or just a DM just to say, Hey, I did this. I don't, I'm not here asking you for a tip. I'm not asking you for money. None of that stuff. I just, we want to know that the garage guys energy is being put to good use. Um, also be sure that you are subscribed, Apple podcasts, Spotify. If you're following there, that's great. Uh, subscribe here on YouTube. All you have to do is literally click the subscribe button, like a video. It helps us, the algorithms, the way they work, it just puts it into different places, helps us grow, potentially helps us bring in money so that we can do the things we really want to do for you guys and provide you with the content that, um, that, and just make our content better overall. Uh, for you guys, that's that's the main goal in this. Uh, we're in the, we're in this for the long haul. You know, we love the garage yeah. fam. This is uh, the, the, this ain't no small talk. We're not just here to to dick around. Like we uh, we 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 gonna do this for y'all for the for the distance. We're going the distance. Hercules, throw the discus. And now it's time for us to what NFL time first down. Yeah, it's time for us. It's time for us to hit the NFL. So be on the lookout for that episode, and we'll have we'll that out for you. Do it more content for the people. Hustle, hustle. So yeah, NFL episodes dropping soon. You can check that out right here on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts, everywhere else. But yeah, this has been NASCAR. Holla at us. We're gonna skirt on out of here like we do on the Rotoballer videos. We're gonna skirt, and we'll see you guys next week for Texas. Take it easy, Garage Guys out.